If you're tired of these promos, supporters get the podcast early and ad-free. Just go to donate.bogosity.tv for the links to sign up. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of 24 October 2021. The podcast that invented remote massage. This is your host, Shane Killian. Next weekend is the fifth weekend in October, so that means no podcast will return in two weeks. Let's disconfirmate the news of the bogus. Let's start with a look at what's been going on regarding the January 6th defendants, those horrible insurrectionists bent on destroying democracy and everything you personally hold dear. Why, their violence and blatant attacks on the law and democracy means they've just had to spend over 10 months denying them their right to bail and subjecting them to deplorable conditions in prison. It also means the public was never allowed to see the video the FBI had because it was just too graphic and horrible for the delicate senses of the hoi polloi. You'll just have to trust us when we tell you how violent and maniacal it was. Except, these things have to be turned over to the defense with discovery, and they've gotten to the point where they're just running out of delay tactics. So, we have the first videos from the security cameras in the Capitol building, and they don't show anything even remotely like what we're told. One of the defendants, Ethan Nording, who's accused of being a proud boy, that's a crime now, and who's been held in a Seattle jail awaiting trial, petitioned the court to remove the highly sensitive designation on the videos. There are two angles covering the Upper West Terrace entrance, covering the 40-minute period between 2.20 and 3 o'clock. The initial breach was around 2.15, but that was at a different entrance and isn't covered by these videos. It shows the graphic carnage of people standing around talking to cops. After a few men exited and spoke to an officer before leaving, one officer held open the interior door and a few people filed into the entrance where they were stopped by the other officers. There's no audio, which is too bad because it'd be interesting to know what's being said, but at one point, an officer steps forward and talks to a couple of the others, at which point the officers move back and hold the door open for the protesters so they can enter. The estimate for this entrance is around 309 protesters. After that, the video shows the horror and frenzy of people walking in and out. They're actually pretty well behaved. They move in the manner of elementary students going to the lunchroom. This is just 80 minutes of the 14,000 hours of surveillance footage that the DOJ and Capitol Police want kept from the defendants and the public view. They say it's because they're too sensitive for public viewing, but they said that about these two as well. And it's about as boring as watching paint dry. As for Nordine, he's guaranteed a speedy trial by the Constitution, and yet his trial isn't set to begin until May of 2022, over 17 months since the so-called riot happened. By comparison, most murderers start their trials after about 8 to 12 months. When they're delayed beyond that, it's generally for motions from the defendants. It's ridiculous how long these so-called rioters are being caged. If you're looking for a way to support this channel, but you don't have any spare cash and you can't stand ads, you can do so by generating your own cryptocurrency. Use the links at the bottom of the description to follow the link to odyssey.com to listen to the podcast and see all of my YouTube videos as well. 
Just watching videos will produce cryptocurrency for the creator and yourself. And since Odyssey is always monetized and never censored, you'll have no problem seeing all the videos from your favorite creators. You can also use the library credits you created Odyssey to tip creators and even purchase paid content. Earn library credits through various rewards, including daily view rewards and the number of shares and invites. And you can interact with creators in all sorts of ways, including like and dislike, comment, boost a post by supporting it, repost it, and share to other sites, all while earning crypto for the creator. Easily monetize yourself and your favorite creators using cryptocurrency without advertising. Use the link below to visit this channel on odyssey.com and see many of your other favorites there as well. Okay, let's talk Dave Chappelle. For those of you living under a rock, and these days who could blame you, the woke mob has been eviscerating Chappelle over his latest Netflix special as being, what else, transphobic. The one thing I wasn't able to find was people actually quoting from the special saying verbatim what he said that was so horrible. Maybe because there's nothing there. Chappelle made the special to put a cap on his previous specials and to set the record straight. But apparently the wokesters liked the record crooked, thank you very much. So they began a campaign of misinformation against Chappelle that can be debunked simply by watching the special. But as they well know, most of their brainless, unthinking flock will just repeat the claim without any verification and then hurl insults and attempt to take down the posts of people pointing that out. Variety even misquoted him when they wrote, In the closer, Chappelle makes several jokes that critics say are transphobic, such as wondering whether there is even such a thing as a woman or man or anything anymore. That last word, anymore, makes you feel a certain way, doesn't it? Kind of makes you think Chappelle feels a certain way? Here's what he actually said, quote, And now we get to the core of the crisis. What is a woman? What is that in this day and time? Is there even such a thing as a man or a woman or anything? Seems to be a question nowadays. Referring to the opinion of some trans activists that gender is just a social construct. They also said that Chappelle is, quote, aligning himself on Team Turf with Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling, who has made anti-trans comments in the past. Yeah, no. Quote, with a few edits. They canceled J.K. Rowling. My God, J.K. Rowling wrote all the Harry Potter books by herself. She sold so many books the Bible worries about her. And they canceled it because, she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectively she said that gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad as shit, and they started calling her a turf. I didn't even know what the fuck that was, but I know that trans people make up words to win arguments, so I looked it up. TERF is an acronym. It stands for Trans-Exclusionary Radical Feminist. This is a real thing. This is a group of women that hate transgender. They don't hate transgender women, but they look at trans women the way we blacks might look at blackface. I agree, man. Gender is a fact. You have to look at it from a woman's perspective. Every human being in this room, every human being on Earth, had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on Earth. That is a fact. Yeah, how horrible, I know. Okay, there are C-sections, but you get his point. They quote Ashley Marie Preston, who organized a protest of Netflix. Quote, We're up against the emergence of hate economy. A what? What is that even supposed to mean? 
And there is this manipulation of algorithmic science. Uh, what? Again? Yep, Chappelle, making up terms to win arguments. That distorts the way that we perceive ourselves and others. And I think that companies like Netflix, Facebook, and Instagram, they play into it, and they monetize on it. And so I think that this is important to show up today. None of that made the slightest bit of sense. If any kind of algorithm can affect how you see yourself, you have serious issues that I can't fix. Also in attendance was TV showmaker Joey Soloway, who said, quote, Trans people are in the middle of a holocaust. Apartheid? Murder? A state of emergency? Human rights crisis? There's a mental health crisis? There's a suicide crisis, a bullying crisis, an anxiety, depression, self-hatred, state of emergency crisis. But trans people are also out here dreaming. Dreaming of safety. Dreaming to be alive. To be human. To belong. And to have some time. Which is privilege. Wow. If you've actually seen Chappelle's special, you know that Soloway just confirmed every word he said. Comedian Hannah Gansby even called it, quote, Hate speech dog whistling. What they don't mention is parts of the special like when he criticized the North Carolina law about only using the bathroom for the gender specified on your birth certificate. He got the details of the law wrong, but whatever. Netflix workers staged a protest where they claim that a thousand of them walked out of the office in protest. More on that in the Idiot Extraordinaire segment. Meanwhile, Chappelle has been appearing to sold-out crowds in the UK who have no idea what the kerfuffle is all about. One attendee told Variety, He just wants us all to get along. Another attendee, a 29-year-old mixed-race man, said, quote, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion on certain subjects. I feel like as a comedian, it's your job to make people laugh, and I don't think he's doing it from a malicious place. He's probably experienced a lot of racism and a lot of trials and tribulations himself. A black woman, a lesbian who attended with her partner, said, quote, We're a couple and we think it's fine. We don't think he's being rude or hurting anyone or being disrespectful. I don't think that he's homophobic or anything like that. And another said, quote, I think he was just asking for a dialogue to be open, and that's what I got from it. And that's why I was a little bit confused about the outrage, because he didn't say death to trans people or trans people don't exist. It was more, these are my experiences and I'd like to talk more about it. So that's what I thought. He has prominent defenders as well, such as John Stewart, who said, quote, Look, if this spurs a conversation where people get more on the same page in terms of understanding, that'd be great. But I know his intention is never hurtful, like he's just not that kind of person. Joe Rogan defended him as well, quote, Look, it's fun. It's just making jokes. That doesn't mean hate. This is the problem with today. If you don't have an enemy, you make an enemy. And this is a real problem with people. We look for things. When you start equating jokes with real feelings, they're not the same thing. These ideas that you can't make fun of are dangerous. They're not good for anybody. The idea that no fun could be had about any of this is crazy, because then the idea is that all fun is done maliciously and out of hate. And we know as friends, that's not true. The ironic thing is, a good amount of the special was Chappelle joking about others calling him transphobic and demonstrating that he is nothing of the kind. At one point he said, quote, Whenever someone says that to me, I know they have never seen me for themselves. They just repeat what they have heard. 
Any of you who have ever watched me know that I've never had a problem with transgender people. Indeed. Anyone who claims that this special is transphobic either hasn't watched it or they're lying through their eye teeth. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.bogosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. Okay, now some good news. After two years, the judge in the Cloudflare copyright case finally realized that a CDN cannot be liable for copyright infringement on a website. We talked about this before. This is the case where the bridal dressmaker Moncherie Bridles sued Cloudflare because websites were selling counterfeit dresses. Those of you who hadn't heard our earlier coverage probably did a double take. How can you copyright a dress? Well, you can't. That's about trademark, not copyrights. But the dress company really stretched things by claiming that images of the counterfeit dresses are the copyright of the actual dressmaker. As if that weren't sketchy enough, instead of suing the websites, they sued Cloudflare, saying that these counterfeiting sites use Cloudflare as a CDN. But CDNs don't host content, they just cache it. And so under Section 512 of the DMCA, they're not subject to the notice and takedown requirements that hosting providers are. And bafflingly, two years ago, the judge refused Cloudflare's motion to dismiss. They had to go through two years of very expensive discovery so that they could have it dismissed at summary judgment. People need to understand this. It could take up to $100,000 just to get to a motion to dismiss. If you fail at that and have to provide discovery, your legal costs could be in the millions. And that could completely destroy a smaller company, all over a lawsuit that should never have been allowed out of the gate. Also, gonna say it again, we need loser pays in this country. And I'll point out again that under 512F, the dressmaker is now guilty of perjury. But again, that has never, ever, ever been enforced. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? 
If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. <laughs> And now it's time to chromate this week's Vegas Bogani Emitter. And this week it goes to Congress critters Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Jamal Bowman, and Rashida Tlaib, three of the six members of Congress known as the Squad. So this is all about a $1.9 billion bill to increase funding for the Capitol Police and increase security and policing at the U.S. Capitol, including more armed security for members of Congress. The six members of the squad all have supported the platform of defund the police, but while three of them, Ilhan Omar, Cory Bush, and Ayanna Presley, voted against the bill, Ocasio-Cortez, Bowman, and Tlaib voted present, after telling activists they opposed the bill. Tlaib had tweeted, No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. Bowman tweeted, A system this cruel and inhumane can't be reformed. Defund the police and defund the system that's terrorizing our communities. And Ocasio-Cortez had said in a statement, quote, Defunding police means defunding police. It does not mean budget tricks or funny math. It does not mean moving school police officers from the NYPD budget to the Department of Education's budget so the exact same police remain in schools. And the bill passed, 213 to 212. If even one of these three had stood by their statements and voted against it, the vote would have been tied and the bill killed. Because they meant to fund the police for you people, not them. They weren't even honest enough to vote yes. They hid behind a present vote they knew would result in the bill's passage. $1.9 billion to protect rich people who can easily afford their own security. Meanwhile, the biggest police abuses and the biggest cases of systemic racism tend to happen in Democrat-controlled areas. So all of that makes Ocasio-Cortez, Bowman, and Tlaib this week's Biggest Bogani Emitter. I want to tell you about the eyeglasses I've been wearing for years. As people can see on my videos, I have a very strong prescription, which makes glasses more expensive, especially when I need computer glasses, reading glasses, prescription sunglasses, and most expensively, progressive lenses for general everyday wear. To save money while still getting quality glasses, I get them from Fermu. In fact, I just got a pair of progressives with high-index aspherical lenses and a nice pair of frames my wife loves for just over $100. It would have been $500 to get them through my eye doctor. Not only do they look good, the glasses are durable. I've worn many pairs for several years without problems. All orders come with a 30-day return policy, a 3-month warranty, and one-on-one customer service. 
Go to Firmu, that's F-I-R-M-O-O dot Bogosity dot TV anytime you need quality glasses at a low price. Once again, that's Firmu dot Bogosity dot TV. And now let's over-homogenize this week's Idiot And it's the news media again. And as promised, it's about the thousand Netflix employees who walked out in protest of Dave Chappelle's latest special, which has been called transphobic by liars and people who didn't bother to watch it. The problem is, despite what the media has reported pretty much everywhere, it wasn't anywhere near a thousand employees. There were only a couple hundred people there, and most of them weren't even Netflix employees, but people who showed up to support them. So where are they getting this figure of a thousand from? An anonymous source, of course. We've talked about this before. A news outlet reports something from an anonymous source. Other outlets confirm it by checking with their anonymous sources, which all end up being the same person. As Jesse Singal said on Twitter, quote, It looks like the thousand Netflix employees are walking out meme can be traced to one anonymous source in The Hollywood Reporter, and was then treated as true by everyone, because journalists don't really journalize anymore. I cannot emphasize enough how not difficult it would be for a competent tech or business reporter to have quickly determined whether or not this was a realistic estimate, especially given that it proved to be about an order of magnitude off. As far as I can tell, at least some outlets didn't even cite source when they mentioned this figure. This just became a free-floating claim untethered to any particular source that journalists repeated, perhaps because they wanted it to be true. Or, as Glenn Greenwald put it about a different matter, they needed it to be true. Which, sadly, is just par for the course these days. So all of that makes the news media this week's... Idiot Well, that wraps up this... Only pop music can save us now! Additional Bogosity Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go to donate.bogosity.tv for several ways to support and discord.bogosity.tv to join the discussion. Subscribe at Patreon or Subscribestar and you can listen early and ad-free. Thanks for listening. Remember, no podcast next week. I hope you have a happy Halloween and we'll be back in two weeks after you've had a chance to fill up on candy. Until then, here's a quote from Dave Chappelle. Empathy is not gay. Empathy is not black. Empathy is bisexual. It must go both ways. I'm not telling another joke about you until we are both sure that we are laughing together. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Bogosity.
We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now.